Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Build Up Play. We are a week late for this episode uh, for all the transfer deadline news and everything, but it was our exams as well. So do pardon us on that front as well. So today again, I'm joined by my co-host and very good friend Adiz Vartak. Adiz, what's up, man? Hello, what's up, Eric? Yes, uh, we are here with <laughs> transfer news. A bit late than usual, as people would say. Yeah. But yeah, as you uh, mentioned it, that we had our exams and they're still going on. But yeah, we have picked <laughs> up and we are ready for another episode. So yeah, um, transfer news here for you. So yeah, um, a lot of activity happened on the transfer deadline. Actually, yeah. uh, Fabrizio Romano was really, bu- really, really busy. Yeah, I was just keep, keep, uh, keep on re- refreshing yeah. the whole uh, Twitter yeah. page every half an hour or so. Yeah, because his tweeting rate might be crazy on that day. You know, must be one of the <laughs> highest on that day. Yeah, absolutely. For, for a record, so yeah, it was crazy. I mean, yeah, he did his. It was fun. Yeah, it was. Yeah, fun. yeah. And it was a long, one of the longest transfer windows, as in, you know, the window was only one month long, but the process was already going on since yeah. so many months. If you look at uh, ZH and uh, Werner when they were signed. Yeah. So it's been, you know, if you look at it, one of the longest transfer windows and mm-hmm. um, a pretty useful transfer window for some of the clubs that have spent wisely. And didn't look like a Premier League had any problems of coronavirus as such because their spending didn't stop. And, uh, you know, yeah, some clubs surely have been affected by uh, it, but uh, most of them went ahead and spent the money anyways. So, um, the main transfer or the biggest transfer of deadline day was... Uh, Thomas Partey uh, suddenly Arsenal jumped in and paid dude Arsenal paid money I still can't believe that they didn't pay 50 uh, million and one pound they didn't do that shit this time they just went ahead and they you know put the buyout clause in for Thomas Partey I don't know how Okay, yeah, he's a great defend. uh, you know great player no doubt about it and um, he's getting some insane ways right now I feel that's why he decided to join and uh, nobody not Arsenal neither uh, Thomas Partey told Atletico actually that Mm -hmm. he is leaving or you know his buyout clause has been paid Mm -hmm. so it it was a pretty pissed off situation for Atletico they were really pissed because they couldn't make a last moment uh, signing yeah and they didn't have something in place for the same yeah. uh so diego simeone was really pissed because he was looking at a midfield of torreira and thomas party this season but yeah now i guess uh, with uh, suarez coming in there i guess i don't know uh, they they could put back uh, marcus llorente in that cdm position because which is his uh, original position itself yeah yeah that's true and you know it's a great signing for arsenal you know because Thomas Partey, as you said, you know, great quality that he possesses. And they have uh, gotten rid of uh, Lucas Torreira on the other hand. And, you know, they have loaned him out to Atletico. Uh, it, it happened very earlier in the transfer window, that deal, yeah. that particular deal. Uh, they uh, were just waiting for some uh, other formalities, maybe. They are actually waiting for one of the Atletico players to be uh, uh, loaded out, you know, because of, uh, in order to bring uh, uh, Lucas Torreira. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, that happened eventually. And yes, as you said, you know, they must be really pissed because it was a very last-minute approach that Arsenal made mm. uh, and they could not uh, sign a replacement. 
but yeah uh, that's the kind of thing you have to deal with and you have release clauses you know and that's one of the yeah. biggest issues i guess in spain because in spain i guess that is very prevalent you know the release clause thing mm. every player has that and it's yes. almost like you're giving it away in the hands of the uh, one who's uh, bidding and and you do not pay it to the club you pay it to the league yeah. so that's why the club never never doesn't even know that you know the release clause has yeah. been paid till the time the league tells them yeah. so that's how it's done there so mm-hmm. yeah in spain every player has to have a buyout clause that's why real madrid has some you know insane buyout clauses like everybody is you know the untouchable ones are over 1 billion yeah. so yeah. it's you know just crazy amounts wherein you can't touch that basically it's uh no release clause you know they can just uh, they have to first talk to the club uh, that's what you know yeah, so yeah. um thomas varde a great signing arsenal let's talk about arsenal uh, in that aspect they have had a good uh, transfer window i feel uh, again they bought in uh, gabriel they bought in uh who else the elneny is back from loan yeah. uh, and they uh, they got in danny sabayos again from real and uh, william now saliba. they also have william saliba is, is uh, has come right now they signed him last year but they yeah. is coming this year yeah, yeah. and um, also martinelli is uh, injured yet but he's also uh, ready to come in after december i guess uh, december Dece- uh, january is uh, timing that he would co- be coming in yeah. and villian and also uh, thomas party so all in all a very uh, dangerous looking arsenal side i feel with arteta at the wheel yeah that's true and you know they signed a backup keeper as well and i'm uh, struggling to remember his name Don't yeah but he, they sold yeah but they sold also their backup keeper for yeah, a million price of 20 million martinez yeah. so yeah a pretty I, good yeah. Uh, window yeah good business and you know uh, emiliano martinez actually showed his worth at the tour end of last season when he came and i guess it's a good buy for aston villa in order for their bid to stay up of course you know so they are looking Absolutely. for someone like you know that uh, stable keeper and they've got their man and uh, that's good for them and apart from that um um who else man uh, because chelsea i guess wrapped up the <laughs> business pretty early in the window yeah. they had nothing to do with in the you know on the last days of course i guess the same was to go with uh, liverpool and man city also i guess uh, they had wrapped yeah. up their business earlier uh, the other club uh, manchester united uh they manchester united is run by engineers i feel dude itna last moment pe kaam karte na yaar itna last moment pe aur kuch bhi kuch bhi karte last moment bhi matlab aisa bhi nahi ki sahi ke kuch bhi kar de jo man mein kar rahe it's oh my god this it seems like you know they they have planned something but then it goes you know when it doesn't work according to the plan a they do not have a plan b or plan c yeah. of you know what to do they just go in like kuch to karna kuch to karna khareed le khareed le kisi ko khareed le khareed le and they buy anybody jo market mein mila uta ke leke aate so it's uh, a very uh, you what to say united it's fans already as good as it united feels <laughs> fans already feel the pain they knew yeah. that uh, okay the left back situation right now is uh, yeah, you know right. understandable that they yeah. uh, got in uh, tears which is for 20 million he's a 15th i guess right 15 15 million which is a bargain for alex yeah. tears uh, he's a great left back he is starting for brazil right now so he's he's yeah. pretty good because left back position for brazil is always stacked and if you're starting for brazil then you are special yeah. and but still they didn't go for a you know uh, 
center defending midfield which was the mo- one of the most important uh, aspect for them yeah man a cb man cb is like <laughs> most needed <laughs> the less we talk oh, about God. it better <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah because you know you don't but cb also uh, doesn't matter when when who with cb will you know even a 80 million cb wouldn't be enough for you guys <laughs> yeah. so, <laughs> so yeah. uh, somebody said you know ki uh, if maguire was uh, a french dude who came from league 1 he yeah. would be thrown out of the squad immediately you know he would be removed there would be uh no qualms given because yeah. he just because he's british we all know yeah. that you know he is being hyped hyped so much yeah, and in the england like squad with english players yeah. yeah yeah and english english people hype uh, the premier league as well too much uh, you know yeah. they are like oh he's a british player he's very uh, i'm like come on man just chill out a little bit because um uh, uh if you look at it united uh have a done have not done a great business i feel because yeah, kavani last moment by uh, 30 okay kavani uh, no doubt he is if you look at it top 20 striker still among in the world but um, i told you that we, they can buy kavani for a year but they went for two years and yeah, nobody and knows and yeah yeah and then they, he hasn't played for the past one year as well no doubt he is very potent in front of goal mm-hmm. but that's not the place that you are lacking right now you have uh, people who can play center forward martial is there greenwood can play in rashford can play in there so pretty much anyone can do it but right wing was a place where wherein you actually needed some support yeah. and uh, if there was some support available you would have done well and you went in for jaden sancho and 90 120 was a yeah. uh, game that was being played and yeah but it was very clear from start itself that uh, it wouldn't be happening because of the way man you were approaching it it would be same scenario as the bruno case uh, this time as well and in the last day you signed amar traore i yeah. guess ole told them to try, uh, sign adama and they heard amad <laughs> so <laughs> like miss like text message mein auto correct ho gaya lagta hai and uh, but yeah amar is also uh, you know very highly prospect uh, player yeah. that's why you know he's, he's from atlanta you know so <laughs> yeah he's from atlanta so no doubt he'd be very attacking in mindset and wo sochega ki kahan aa gaya main abhi atlanta mein wo realization eventually hona baki hai wo sab ka hota hai baad mein aake ye main kahan aa gaya so um yeah man lo so uh, and you signed one more uruguayan guy yeah, uh, 18 year old pakundo pelestri from penarol uh, an uruguayan club so basically uh, he's a great prospect and penarol uh, uh, is actually coached by diego folana former player so he was kind of recognized uh, yeah. so yeah so pakundo pelestri on the right wing as well so mm-hmm. so as of now it's like yeah thoda bahut aise we have kind of you know uh, makeshift thoda aise kar liya hai like it's like pakundo pelestri is there Amar Diallo is going to come in January obviously so he is yeah. also a right winger he is a left footed so he offers a different dynamic so right hmm. wing as of now is like thoda uh, momentarily cover ho gaya but obviously yeah. uh, main target is pretty clear and he we, uh, united board will be obviously going for, going after him and when uh, united board and the owners are just a mess you know the way they are running the club they are the way they are uh, going about the recruitment is just a pity you know because uh oli had clearly given his targets after recognizing all those uh, 
problem areas and everything he he pretty sure uh, that i'm pretty sure that he submitted his list very early and then these guys just don't go on and you know uh, get those players and so uh, that's where it's lacking obviously and so to be fair mm. you know obviously oligana soljar is not the best of tactician that you will find in the market in the, as a coach of course but he offers a different kind of uh, dynamic as uh, as as to say as a coach in terms of a coach because he's a good man manager as such uh, and he does not have the best of tactics but he kind of tries to get the best out of out of his players and his coaching staff is decent it's not great but it's decent so yeah, yeah. and um, i guess summer or the other the uh, squad that we have right now also realize the fact that we need players coming in and so you know you can see that uh, in their um, you know uh, the in you know the way they say and attend press conferences and everything you can see and the way they play obviously you know they are expecting bit of upgrade so it's a mess yeah. this club right now so yeah but um, well um, it's been a mess for a long time it's not just uh, that yeah. season it's been everybody every season is the same story Absolutely. and there's no change that comes about uh, that's what yeah. i feel and uh, but uh, if they would have got for a, gone for a cdm um, it will solve a lot of problems because you have a good midfield uh, there's no doubt in that but uh, somehow and somewhere uh, it's lacking a solid leader uh, uh, wherein i don't feel maguire is the leader that you know Definitely. is carrying because the leader should be someone who has been at the club for a long time uh, doesn't matter his age that's how uh, real or uh, barcelona and like the number of matches you have played the most number of matches according to that your uh, you know captain's armband is given according to that not yeah. according if you have if you are a big player big sign uh, big signing yeah. so uh, that also comes because you know when you have played for the club a lot you have a certain sense of responsibility that comes along with yeah. it and that day maguire was so horrendous dude he was like oh beyond word beyond word he the f- the first goal has to be a meme content totally everybody on twitter why just why was he not going the other way out i don't know why he was getting it in the box again like uh, and then he pulled la- pulled down luke <laughs> shaw who was who was going to clear the ball dude he tu tere ko authority nahi hai main udayega oh my god he was so bad. and then and then after the red card incident okay i okay yeah. red card would have been controversial no doubt after yeah. the red card incident still united are trying to play out from the back yeah, and we, and applying to tra- trying to play out from the back is still fine but yeah. you you at least know like who is going to press on you who, which player is there yeah. from where are they attacking oh my god they it was so bad the third goal and fourth goal then tottenham just you know uh, ran, ran them when mourinho was so yeah. happy you know with that yeah, revenge course, yeah. you could see it on his face that you know like <laughs> badla <laughs> he, he see yeah. like i guess he also had that in mind you know that he must must have felt insulted when yeah. he was replaced with ole because yeah. uh, if the someone of his pedigree who has if you can say you know the special one uh, has been replaced by someone who's coaching some team in norway and uh, so he he might have felt uh, on his ego you know and tottenham that, also he was feeling sorry yeah. for ole because you know he had uh, gone through that same thing himself you know because Uh, again ah, he's he mourinho he won't feel sorry for shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah if if at all you know that's what i'm saying so yeah. you know because he had gone through the same thing himself and you know he had not been backed by the board and it was really frustrating for him and everything he was very vocal about it 
games. <laughs> ऑन they bought in vinicius uh, from uh, brazil uh, not the real world but a different vinicius and hoiberg and also uh, who else madotti madotti yeah. yeah so these are the uh, people who have come in uh, and pretty good looking squad there for tottenham yeah and you know he was still looking for a center back which he was at uh, united as well he did not get it then Uh, he did not get it now also at least you know at least is this window but he is still they are uh, going for the swansea city guy joe roden yeah so yeah, yeah. they are going after him and the uh, the european transfer market is over but the british uh, transfer market is yes. still open uh, meaning which the efl clubs can uh, do the transfers within themselves so yeah, yeah. so that is still i guess uh, 16th, 16th of october yeah 5 o'clock bst so yeah yeah and the time yeah. so yeah so uh, that time uh, they are getting a really good job done because you know efl if you look at it um, watkins that uh, aston villa bought him for okay. i don't know uh, for 30 million something the highest by, paid yeah. player mm-hmm. record by and especially a player who has only played in championship and not in premier league yeah. that's a very uh, big amount to play uh, pay for that guy mm-hmm. and um, he came in and comes and scores a hat trick a perfect yeah. hat trick that too yeah. against the reigning champions and they win the game 7-2 uh, what a crazy game dude what a crazy game yeah that was amazing and you know um yeah obviously he came from brentford if i'm not wrong and yeah, he was yeah. the leading goal scorer in the championship last season also if i'm not wrong yeah. so you know he came in with that expectation but who knew that he will get going in the first match itself and against us uh, liverpool of all people so you know yeah. uh, it was great for them and a great confidence booster for aston villa because you know um i'll give kind of an early prediction here because uh, going uh, as far as teams going down are concerned in the premier league i think it is going to be west brom and fulham for sure looking at the form that they have been in and you know the kind of it basically they have been shipping uh, a lot of goals uh, west brom mm-hmm. and fulham they have been scoring here and there maybe but the problem is that they have been shipping a lot of goals so that will eventually maybe lead to their relegation so that's what i believe and so a third team now kind of uh, uh, kind of becomes a you know uh, who's going to go along with them so aston villa are, will always be up there with them but after this performance and after the recruitments that they have made it's a good uh, kind of a boost for them i believe yeah 
and uh, right now it's the transfer window as it's getting over right now so uh, fulham have made a few signings fulham have signed in uh, a few guys uh, on the last day itself mm-hmm. and uh, depends like how they perform and uh, you know how they are going to be uh, uh, how they'll perform there yeah. and talking about center backs uh, united had to sell chris smalling to roma yeah. because first of all he wanted to go as well but yeah. he would have been a good addition to the team yeah. uh, if you would look at it yeah. but uh, he was happy in roma i feel yeah, yeah. go on. i would i would never I, I never thought i would say this but i would actually be happy if chris, chris smalling would have stayed <laughs> in this you know i never thought i would say that but i really feel that uh, you know it would have been good if he stayed uh-huh. he would have offered a very good you know uh, good backup option at least you know uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah we sold him eventually for 15 million euros so that's a good price that we got for him and there's a funny kind of uh, you know uh, stat in here or story in here that they uh, roma agreed to uh, buy him for 15 million euros plus 5 million euros and can you guess yeah. what the 5 million euro clause is that bonus what it is can it's champions league yeah if roma in the champions league <laughs> उससे भी कम चांस so it's like uh, and, you yeah. have to get into the champions league first of all because the top four <laughs> sides right now in uh, italy are oh. juventus inter um, lazio and atlanta and, and ac milan uh, yeah of course so roma napoli and ac milan are trying to break into that top four so it's like yeah. you have to do that first and then you have to go on and compete <laughs> in the yeah. champions league and then so it's like basically scam it also like mm-hmm. yeah, we're going to get that get that 5 million euros <laughs> i guess Bayern made a signing which no club no other club uh, you know picked him up but he was one of the most uh, elegant defenders uh, not defenders uh, uh, you know center defending midfielders united could have uh, you know gotten and he was so good especially because espanol got relegated it was mark mark roca so okay, it was okay. mark roca was their best player and mark roca has been you know sile under the radar he if you look at his stats yeah. um in def, you know interceptions in uh, passing and long passing he's always up there uh, you know in charts and everything mm-hmm. so they bought him just for 9 million euros okay as a backup for goretzka kimich and yeah. all these other guys and i was like yaar ye log kya nahi dekh rahe matlab do they not do their research or what is wrong with yeah. these people because mark roca would have been such a great because he's only 23 and yeah. espanol just as they got relegated they can't uh, ask a lot of money for him that's why he went for 9 million mm-hmm. and now if you look at bayern side is just it's insane the, yeah, even after thiago leaving them 
they are on even after thiago for, leaves yeah. yeah yeah they are on course for a treble 3.0 you know i am all over <laughs> absolutely i i really feel that you know because they just uh, how do they pull the uh, pull these deals off man seriously because yeah, man. they get someone on loan they get someone for cheap and they kind of pull everything off and you know that's best for them so the board is great obviously uh, over there and you know yeah. um they're going to steamroll the bundesliga again i guess and uh, not just the bundesliga but as i said you know the champions league as well so yeah it, right. it's great for them and apart from that um can we talk about um uh, danilo perera signed for psg rafinha signed oh, yeah. for psg yeah 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 uh so psg under the radar making some you know pretty mm-hmm. good signings i guess uh, idrisa gay just left psg i don't know i'm not sure sure yeah because he was playing up until up until the recent game if i'm not wrong you know he came in as a substitute i guess so i'm not okay. sure about that okay yeah but yeah so uh, their midfield was a problem but now danilo perera also a portuguese uh, international was at yeah. many caps to his name mm-hmm. uh, pretty good player and portugal also looking a very devastating side because you know Uh, if you look at the 2016 portugal squad in euros mm-hmm. uh, you know it was a mainly ronaldo run show yep. now ronaldo is a is a big piece of a very a big all star team yeah, because yeah. every position is stacked and every position has two players who can play in the starting 11 even the players who are on bench they yeah. can play in uh, only the position that um, Lacking. The left back position is there, wherein you know uh, Guerrero starts, mm-hmm. and his backup is João Cancelo. I thought uh, Vinagre could be there, but on the right, uh, if you look at the right back position, yeah. uh, it's Semedo, Ricardo, uh, Pereira, and uh, this one, João um, uh, Cancelo. So okay. three top world class right backs they have at this point of time, mm-hmm. and you already know the squad that they possess uh, at this point of time. Yeah. Crazy good. I mean, every all of them mostly are at a at some big club and they are performing really well at that club itself. Yeah, and if not a big club, obviously they are obviously the talent pool that uh, the Portugal, Portugal Portugal possesses it comes from mainly Porto, Benfica, and Sporting CP. Obviously. Sporting. Yeah, so these and now Braga as well. Yeah, Braga as well. So these are the, basically the talent pool of uh, Portugal. They keep producing, Absolutely. they keep producing, and now what they are doing better, of course, is that uh, uh, those players obviously are getting to bigger clubs and you know g- getting under better management of sorts. You know, so it's yeah uh, giving them a good experience. So yeah, all top class players, as you said, you know, so it's uh, it's a really juicy side, obviously. So their prospects are high, and obviously. Uh, 2022 World Cup is going to be Cristiano Ronaldo's last, as he said himself as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and for said, Messi's last as well, I feel. Yeah, he's not said it yet, but uh, it's almost like a given. Yeah, know? it's gonna be his last as well. And Chupomoting also uh, goes to Bayern for free, and also Douglas Costa as well. Oh, so yeah, against. Yeah. Douglas Costa and Co- like okay, imagine the two backups for Sane and Ganabri are Douglas Costa and Coman. Yeah. So like uh, just insane. It's yeah. not a- and Thomas Muller is not there in German German squad for some reason. I still do not get it why. Oh yeah. I still don't understand mm-hmm. because Joachim Lowe doesn't want him in the squad and yeah. Kroos also said that this is a new German team which can run without him. I'm like no, it's not running well enough. If you know if Muller is a leader on pitch, you know uh, he makes things happen, and he's 
not a specific kind of a player wherein uh, he'll do this part uh, particularly, but he does every part. You know, he's good at everything that he does. Yeah. He's not exceptional at one thing, but he's almost, he's very good at what, uh, in defending, passing, intercepting, everything is good. He's more like a Joshua Kimmich, but plays up the field. That's yeah, what I feel true. about uh, Tom. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. He's almost like an uh, old-fashioned number 10, you know. Someone like a Wayne or someone like that, because he used to create goals as well and he used to score himself as well. So, Muller has kind of a more of a creator role than scoring, as he has shown in his recent seasons. So, yeah, he, he does that really well. And, yeah. you know, and we also think yeah. that we also think that uh, ten, number 10 role has to be very elegant. Like, you know, yeah, the yeah. passer has to be very fluid and his movements need to be very crisp. And But Muller is very rigid and rugged type yeah. of player, you know. Yeah. Uh, his movements aren't that smooth, but mm-hmm. he's very... Uh, He's very efficient, you can say. He's very German in that sense. Yeah. Every pass or every, you know, very smart. And on the pitch, he has a lot of great footballing IQ at that point of time. Yeah. Whatever decision he makes on at that point uh, is very crucial to Bayern's build-up and the goals that they score in every play that uh, he's involved in. Yeah, and true. And, you know, he's given a nickname, you know, the space interpreter. It's, it's for a reason, mm. also, you know. There's a particular German word for it. I, I'm not sure about the pronunciation, but something called as Raumdauter, something like that, which mm-hmm. translates into exactly that. You know, you know? Uh, yeah, there's a reason they have given him that and he uh, uh, shows that role, he uh, portrays that role really well. Yeah. And also, Leeds have done a great business this window as well. They have also brought in some great players. They brought in Diego Llorente from yeah. Sociedad, I uh, yeah, believe. And also, they bought in Rafinha from Rene. So, mm-hmm. Rene had to sell a lot of players. Uh, uh, they sold, had to sell Rafinha. They had to uh, sell um, um, uh, one more player. I don't know. Edward Mendy, the keeper. Uh, two, yeah, the keeper two also. Had, two yeah. And most Alonso. probably next season, Kamavinga also would leave. Yeah. Kamavinga is a great prospect. And, you know, oh, superb. Uh, superb. And seriously, he's kind of an heir to Conte and, you know, uh, kind of that, you know, but defensive midfielder role. So, uh, absolutely, it's, uh, whoever snaps him up, it will be a great thing for them. Someone like a Kante, obviously, what Leicester did very a uh, few years ago, uh, all those years ago, basically. So, you know, uh, we hope that he turns out into that player that he has promised. Uh, yes, yeah, shown. and also Juventus have uh bought in that uh, uh, the left side, the striker from Sweden. Kulusevsky. Um, um, yeah. uh, Kulusevsky yeah. was the striker, and also they have bought in Morata as well, and also Arthur. So, um, pretty decent window for them, I feel. Yeah. And they have a different dynamic under Pirlo. Hopefully, they play better than yeah. the Sari ball uh, that they thought that about. Never happened. And, yeah. 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 And it like it, it, I don't judge the team at the start of four games about with the new manager. It has yeah. to be at least a ten-game run, and then we can see how the team pans out. Because at start, it's very easy to you know fly high, yeah. and then when the plateau arrives, what do you do then? Mm-hmm. That's the question. And Real no business this season. Uh, they sold Hamas for free, yeah. and he's lighting up the Premier uh, League. Not for free, I guess. It was twenty. Free, free. It was twenty. No, no, that was no. It was it was said that, but then they gave him for free. Are you sure? And uh, yeah. Oh my God. Okay. 
and then uh, bail also half of the his wages real is paying oh. and um, and who are they sold regulon and hakimi so two of the you know best prospects you can say yeah. uh, in right back and left back they but hakimi uh, you know uh, region still has a buy buyback clause for yeah. after two uh, for two years mm-hmm. and hakimi is lighting up syria with lukaku and everyone else that enter mm-hmm. um, so yeah real i guess real would light up next season okay papa perez would just you know keep his checks open and you know yeah. just sign kaun se ye bolo sign pe sign sign pe sign yeah. <laughs> so he'll just because the renovation also of the stadium is happening oh, yeah. right now mm-hmm. and that's a 400 million uh, pound project so yeah. uh, a lot of investment going in there as well and uh, in a lot more places so that's yeah. why he's managing the budgets and if you look at barca they had an 800 million debt and they still going for more players mm-hmm. which is very bad financially and uh, you know to come out of some debt you need to sell players you need to do well as a club uh, in and sponsorships only come if you are doing well yeah. um, so that's also one thing that uh, plays a big part that's why real is very careful when they are planning these things financially because uh, they said that if we are cutting wages for our current players and then we sign some other player uh, for a you know insane amount of money that's not fair to our current crop of players yeah that's true and you know that wouldn't be a happy environment that would be fair on the current players and you know that's true and so uh, we talk about barca and barca or on the or on the verge of losing messi of course and as you spoke about you know the uh, sponsorships coming in everything talk about sponsorships may they perhaps might lose you know once he goes so you know Uh, yeah, it's going to yeah. be tough for them when it happens eventually but yeah um it remains to be seen and the business done by them uh, sergino des signed for them uh, right back mm-hmm. replacement for nelson semedo uh, from ajax uh, so that was one and um, uh, did they sign any uh, any other player mm. no they had uh, they they sold suarez they mm-hmm. uh kicked him out basically yeah. and they were planning to buy eric dyer at that point of time so uh, sorry eric uh, garcia garcia sorry eric garcia at that point of time uh, and he didn't uh, pan out because barca was giving 17 million itself yeah. but uh, city wanted 20 and eric garcia has already told that he's he will be leaving for barca yeah. anyhow either in january or next summer, next summer for, for free. free yeah so that's the option but barca in the case just to buy in eric garcia they had to loan out todibo so now they have loaned out todibo and uh, they don't have a uh, extra center back so right now the center backs are pk umtiti longley and uh, who's the fourth guy mm. uh no remember his name but yeah. umtiti is not even playing and um, yeah so barca playing well uh, they did well against sevilla that day to pull off a nil nil draw and imagine they uh, can't have uh, kunde and france can't have kunde and uh, laporte as their center backs imagine they do, they yeah. are not in the squad uh, so uh, such a packed uh, squad france has they can always play three or four players in any position right now yeah. uh, crazy depth for france there and um, Uh, so uh, 
they united also could have had some uh, a, a person at right back as well for you know an attacking right uh, back so not like uh, you know for a defensive minded one that you have van bissaka already but yeah. attacking right back would have been a great option for you guys as well i feel yeah that's true and you know uh, the kind of window that we have had basically it's like you know uh, things have not gone according to the priority basically you know the priority positions were not achieved okay a striker was needed we were expecting that in january um, left back was again a secondary thing perhaps you know and right winger was obviously a primary thing but here also it was kind of um, a long term eventual solution but it's it was almost like a makeshift solution for not getting yeah. the uh, main player basically so yeah and you know the center back uh, position cdm position uh, left open and you know basically uh, not exactly a cdm but it's almost kind of a kante role i have been crying out yeah. loud for this thing you know on the podcast <laughs> as well and you know that that kind of profile of a player a thomas party a destroyer basically exactly and thomas party would have been great in that thing of course but obviously uh, we'd not go for him but you know so that kind of a role of a player uh, that is one thing and then center back obviously uh, so yeah and right winger obviously so yeah. uh, priority positions were not looked into it was the other positions that were sorted so it's yeah it's kind of not sat, uh, satisfactory and everton had one of the best transfer windows i feel this season because you know they got in hames dokore alan um they got in ben godfrey and one other center back as well i guess mm, not sure not sure the center back um, so they had uh, three center backs only so they wanted the fourth so they got in ben godfrey ben from norwich city yeah and uh, so a pretty you know superb window for them and they are looking a very very dangerous side this yeah. season you know uh, and if uh, you know with if injuries don't persist and if they can continue their run yeah. we have to see how they play against everton because that's their real contest that's that day uh, wherein they we'll see uh, against liverpool sorry okay. so how they will uh, fare against them mm-hmm. so uh, the main merseyside derby we'll see because liverpool just we uh, had a 7-2 thrashing they want to come out and show that uh, they are better and against their city rivals and who are top of the table yeah. so a pretty great clash there as well and you know um, this season has been uh, you know topsy turvy and the table if you look at it right now <laughs> it it doesn't have any sort of shape or you know anybody is anywhere you know aston villa and everton are top of table leeds united are fifth leeds we i already told everyone yeah, that yeah, yeah, leeds yeah, yeah. are going to be there yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and justin clavert signed for rb leipzig RB for leipzig. on loan and yeah. and a pretty good side and rb leipzig also signed someone from uh, salzburg wong um for 10 million so of course you know one more uh, academy graduate you can say uh, another stepping so- stone for them yeah so it, yeah it was it's almost like the may paisa rotate over it's like yeah 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 the same owners yeah so because you know uh, they they uh, in germany you need uh, 17 uh, you know you need a board member right uh, you 51% of people should be uh, club fan owned and yeah. fan owned and uh, them should then it should be uh, club owned so the 17 uh, people who you know are fan owned are employees of red bull itself yeah. so that's why <laughs> people in germany hate a red bull so it's a crazy story for them yeah. and we've already told about red bull and uh, them so much 
and sevilla also have done some good business they have bought in a center back uh, and they have also bought in a left winger Mm-hmm. and right now sevilla is looking really really great side but they actually needed a striker for uh, everything i feel mm-hmm. because el nasiri and luke de jong are not very potent strikers as such yeah. they have good midfield they have a go- superb defense yeah. and uh, their goalkeeper is solid very solid yeah. uh, bono mm-hmm. and but their striker is the position that they needed most strengthening in yeah. and uh, that but sevilla right now are looking one of the top sides in uh, la liga they i guess they can finish above atletico this season that's true you know and because sevilla are always there or there about you know in the la liga they are always hovering around that top four position and moreover it's a very well run club you know the club, the board is solid uh, yeah and you know the their sporting director yeah so it's everything is really very well put and so that's why it's such a uh, you know it's kind of a joy to watch them uh play also the way they run themselves so yeah it's a good thing yeah yeah so uh ronaldo has tested positive for covid as well uh and uh, so uh, right now if covid positive like nobody cares as well <laughs> it's like it will come and go and you know football yeah. players won't i don't know if that it affects them so much it's just like a flu flu to them i feel because it affects people mostly who are uh who already have a pre existing yeah. disease uh that they have and the immune system is low yeah uh talking about the transfers so chelsea you know have won the champ- you know uh transfer window already i f- yeah. feel b- with the seven transfers that they have done yeah. and but still frank is trying to uh, try out which position which player plays yeah, yeah. and how well he plays and you know who takes the penalties as well yeah. <laughs> so uh, they have to uh, figure that out and uh, they were going for declan rice i'm like declan rice ko bhi kharid do kidhar khilayega in luck sabko kidhar khilayega jagah nahi hai tere paas squad mein and you know uh, so many new players it would it would have been bad for the uh, pre existing players as well yeah. uh, like right now tomori is the fifth center back mm-hmm. so um i don't know how where if he would play because west ham yeah. were trying to sign him on loan but tomori i guess didn't want to go or chelsea didn't let him go because uh chelsea anyways loans out everyone so they ro- loaned out ross barkley as well yeah. they loaned out emerson as well yeah. so ross barkley as soon as he <laughs> touched aston villa yeah. he became jack release 2.0 for some reason yeah. <laughs> and talking about that game if you look at it didn't you feel that the every, the same play was repeated again and again and again yeah, like yeah. It, it was the same move you know either jack grealish was running down the left wing yeah. or it was watkins running down the left wing yeah. and it's the same trent uh, alexander's uh, space was uh, you know uh, cut through every time and mm. it, uh, sometimes what happens is uh, somebody said in one of the podcast uh, other podcast that when there's no fans okay when you are two goals up or when you're three goals up mm-hmm. there's a different adrenaline uh, there's a rush you know when yeah. fans are screaming uh, you your mindset changes after a goal or two and you try and sit back then mm-hmm. but here there's nothing as such and yeah. you go according to the game plan that's why if you look at it m- most of the games okay like everton uh, sorry tottenham's game as well Uh, where in uh, son scored four goals mm-hmm. so most of the goals were same okay yeah. most of the goals were same kane would put the ball through and 
uh, son would make that run and yeah. it would be the same run he made three times at least yeah and still uh, you know it's it's like a loop they are stuck in yeah. and they are not able to get out of it it's yeah. something to do with the fans and the mindset as well because yeah. when fans are in there you you have a different energy you have different atmosphere but yeah. when you are playing without fans it's like a training atmosphere mm-hmm. so you can repeat the same things over and over again and it's very hard for the team that's conceded the goal to you know break and you know uh, come out of that loop so it's uh, damn crazy and that's why this kind of table is happening because there are no fans in the stadium that's true man you know well said and you know uh, they're simply not learning from their mistakes you know basically because the back line were committing just the same kind of oh, too high time. too high and just kind of uh, repeat at least they had a backline united did not even have a backline so <laughs> <laughs> you saw for the second goal you know you saw you the second goal united backline man because the Luke second Shaw, goal oh man where was lukshaw lukshaw <laughs> <laughs> was at like lukshaw was in the center back position the center backs also were in center back position <laughs> and the left wing is empty there <laughs> is roaming freely it's like <laughs> full shoot will get us koi it's like he's like almost arriving there he can take it oh. pick up across do anything what he wants you know and put a you know nutmeg through uh, maguire yeah. and maguire is like son is making a run in behind uh, you know this one yeah. uh, luke shaw and he's telling uh, luke shaw to marks uh, I don't know who was here I, uh, there was some player here and maguire was marking um, Orius cross yeah. so he's telling him mark here and son just went past him i'm like dude woh zyada dangerous hai na woh 6 yard box ke andar hai tu 18 yard wale ko kyu mark kar raha hai i mean it was so so bad and they took out bruno for some reason and i was so pissed i'm like galat jin ko bahar nikala creative hub hai usko tum nikal rahe ho your four goals uh, three goals down and i don't know i mean theek hai you can understand that you are kind of going for a damage limitation because of which you bring in scott mcdominay and threat but you you don't simply remove bruno fernandes man at half time it just does not happen you know it makes sense just does not make sense seriously and uh, yeah. so yeah, yeah liverpool also were unlucky uh, people say that you know uh, three were deflection goals but 18 shots on target as well with from aston villa mm-hmm. so that means and people say adrian is so bad i'm like adrian Shots saved you guys yeah true shots on target i'm not sure 18 must be too high 18 total shots maybe i guess yeah but they could have conceded at least 10 goals the way yeah, liverpool yeah, played yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah and Uh, Adrian just made that one mistake. The other all were the defensive errors from the yeah. defenders itself, and you know it was out of luck as well that yeah. uh, three goals that went in were deflection. Most of the times they would go out, but this time they went in. Yeah, true. So, yeah. <laughs> like you know, United fans were feeling so down that day. <laughs> like, what happened, sir? And yeah, Liverpool, Liverpool fans, fans were. Yeah. Liverpool fans are like you will not walk alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Liverpool fans are like we'll not we you know uh, so someone said on Twitter yeah. even Adrian wouldn't concede six goals you know <laughs> and he, <laughs> and they said yes he won't he'll concede seven. <laughs> so uh, yeah and imagine dude he Allison is not there for at least eight weeks yeah. so. you know that title challenge is uh, on the ropes yeah. and jordan pickford is the only weak link in everton so yeah, to uh you know to give him competition they bought on um swedish 
Pickford or uh, Olsen. Yeah. <laughs> so from Roma, uh, but yeah. right now he has he didn't have competition in that spot. Mm-hmm. Um, um Pickford so right now he has competition in that slot and i guess he Dean Anderson should start for England and not Jordan Pickford yeah, uh Dean Anderson is the the better keeper there mm-hmm. and when you have two keepers it always pushes you that you know that yeah if i make a mistake i can get benched and when you don't have that fear you commit mistakes and you're like eh, ka nikalega mere ko yeah, that's so true. that's why i guess ancelotti bought him and they were trying to bring in someone else but last moment they romero. signed in yes yeah, so they tried in romero but uh, united didn't let them go yeah, which i feel asking, is yeah unfair as well to romero yeah, because yeah um uh, i can understand what why united would uh, what United were holding out for because they had four keepers. They did not want to loan him out for two million pound ka fee. They did not want that. They just wanted a permanent uh, fee of nine million pounds. So yeah. which is fair. Uh, but obviously Everton did not want to go that way. Uh, so it's like did not happen. But I really feel bad for Romero obviously because he definitely yeah. deserves a better club. He uh, deserves to start at a very top club. You know that's that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. and. Um... So, uh, uh, among all these things, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> so, uh, in this uh, time as well, wherein Everton have done such a good business, uh, you know, Ancelotti's uh, tactics are now uh, starting to pan out. Uh, Calvert-Lewin is scoring goals. Um, Andre Gomez is playing some crazy football and uh, Hamas is just, you know, burning people to just, you know, just... Yeah just gliding through midfield like you know finesse yeah. and the touch and their defense is doing so well yeah. so all in all i'm uh, looking forward to everton and leeds also uh, as we i already told you leeds yeah. i look at it as very uh, tough competition to any side that comes in because they drew against city they almost drew against uh, liverpool and uh, they are a very tough side to beat yeah. plus they have gotten rodrigo as well and diego llorente uh, a very, very promising looking side uh, right now for Marcelo Bielsa. Yeah. And you don't know, you can't, you cannot tell what this season holds and when the fans come in, how things are going to change, uh, how some teams are going to react. Some te- teams will react well, some teams won't react that well because mm-hmm. home fan, home advantage comes into play then. And right now, the home advantage isn't that big of a thing because uh, it's just uh, the same thing without any noise. Uh, so, a lot of factors coming into play in this season as well. Yeah. Uh, so, a fantastic season ahead of us, I feel. And you know, some of the best... Uh, and I guess uh, Barcelona are going to regret that they sold Suarez and he's going to take revenge against them, I feel, yeah. when they face him. Yeah, I guess he's going to do that. And, you know, because I just cannot understand this move because he's a guaranteed goal scorer. He's proven himself all these years. Why don't just keep him, you know, just as a good backup? Last season, he was a second top scorer. Yeah. So, I I just don't get that, you know, what the Barcelona board is thinking and what their their vision is. Basically, it's, I guess, unknown to many people, basically. So, yeah. But here, Komen um, didn't want him in his team. That was a problem. Komen oh, yeah. didn't want him in the teams. Barcelona board didn't have a problem. Yeah. Kuman said he doesn't have a place, but I don't understand why Suarez. Because Suarez, whenever he plays, he's... After Lewandowski, I feel he's the most lethal right now. You know, at this age, he's the most lethal goal scorer there is. 
uh, as a number nine. Mm-hmm. So uh, a very bad move by Barcelona, especially to kick him out for free, yeah. and uh, you know paying him to for leaving, and then he goes to Atletico, yeah. and he. I feel he'll just uh, you know he's still good friends with Messi, but he would have a grudge against Barcelona for that. Definitely. And uh, yeah, Barcelona would need a change, and March is the election, so mm-hmm. a lot of stuff there as well. We'll see if the other people come in. Uh, I don't remember uh, Victor Ortiz uh, is one of the Victor Ortiz is one of the uh, players. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, uh, one of the uh, candidates that's running against him and the previous president who was there, who was before Bartimeo, who bought in Pep Guardiola yeah. uh, after Rijkaard. Uh, so if he comes in, then I guess there would be somewhat of a resurrection yeah. and hopefully, you know, Barca play well uh, as well. You don't know uh, how Barca is going to pan out this season. Uh, uh, three games in, two, two games won, one game drawn. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, let's see if Pasa are somewhat back and uh, how do they fare in Champions League mm-hmm. in the quarters and the semi-finals. That's where their uh, problem always exists in the past three years. Yeah. So, uh, that's it, I guess. Uh, do you have anything more to add uh, in this episode? Uh, no, I guess that's it. I mean, you know, we've summed it up pretty well, I guess. And, you know, uh, next week, uh, do not forget to tune in again. We'll be getting in a new episode because it's Champions League that's coming back next week, uh, midweek. Yeah. So we'll try and make an episode before that. So kind of, you know, to kind of sum it up for you all. So stay tuned uh, to our uh, channel and we'll get back to you soon. Yeah. yeah. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Uh, and it was a lot of fun talking about all the transfers that happened and how some uh, clubs made some good decisions, some clubs made hurried decisions and some clubs uh, didn't go for any signings and such. So, uh, it was a lot of fun. This season has been uh, very different to all the other seasons compared. And this season, we knew who was going to come in. We have Fabrizio Romano, who yeah. a new guy who came in and, you know, uh, gives us the best uh, transfer news on Twitter. Thank so, uh, thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this episode of uh, Build Up Play. And until next time, do tune into our episode. We mostly drop episodes on uh, Wednesday, Tuesday, or Thursday, depending on which game week is happening when. Yeah. So, uh, thank you, Adish, for joining us. And until next time, we see you. Bye bye. Yep, bye bye.